That's right, kids. It's once again time for Comics in Christ. And in today's episode, we are taken over by the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast. And today, we look at The Rock and Roll is King. Welcome to Comics in Christ presents The Wrestler of Faith audio podcast. My name is the Reverend Michael Davis. And today on the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast, I want to talk to you about one of my favorite all-time tag teams in the world of professional wrestling, and that being the Rock and Roll Express. Big, long-time fans of Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson all the way back to their days in the National Wrestling Alliance and and capturing the NWA tag team titles from such teams as as the Russians and the Midnight Express and all of their multiple, multiple tag team reigns, uh, celebrating uh, one of the greatest feuds that existed in the history of professional wrestling from Memphis to, to Bill, uh, Bill Watts' uh, Mid-South Wrestling all the way to Jim Crockett Promotions. This lifelong feud between the Rock and Roll Express and and the Midnight Express, led by Jim Cornette, and even the blessings that I had to see the Rock and Roll wrestle in person as as I lived near Johnson City, Tennessee, and got to travel to 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 see the Rock and Roll Express participate in, in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. A Jim Jim Cornette ran wrestling promotion throughout. Tennessee and Kentucky and North Carolina and uh, being able to stand in the presence of Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson and, and watching them have feuds with Al Snow and, and Glenn Jacobs, who at the time was known as the Unabomb, uh, to watch the Rock and Roll Express against the heavenly bodies, uh, Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey and all of these, all of these great things that, uh, of, memories of this great tag team. Now, one of the things that I used to like about the Rock and Roll Express, and, and it kind of holds this image, if you had a good, long-running baby face, and this is, it's a baby face concept of a, of a tag team, so I, I, I'll share with you this narrative that I'm about to share will not fit for such great long-term tag teams as maybe even the Midnight Express, but it definitely will not fit in the imagery of what we know as the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. But a truly pure baby-faced tag team, you had one person who was the salesman and one person who was the comeback guy. And that existed very much within the reality of the Rock and Roll Express. And Ricky Morton, celebrated throughout the years by anybody that if you talk about a person who who was a good seller, a person that was putting out the hurt and the pain and the, the torment that they were going through, almost to the wrestler that they talk about people who could sell and, and draw people into the emotional turmoil of watching their hero being suffering and trying to break free from the hands of the dirty villains, almost everybody points towards Ricky Morton as one of the greatest salespersons in the history of professional wrestling. 
I mean, even even the lifelong enemy of the Rock and Roll Express, Jim Cornette, whether that he tried to go at him with Dennis Condry and Bobby Eaton or Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton or uh, Stan Lane and Tom Pritchard or Jimmy Del Rey and Tom Pritchard, no matter what team that he threw at the Rock and Roll Express, he was their enemies. And even that 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 guy, as he inducted the Rock and Roll Express into the WWE Hall of Fame, talked about Ricky Morton as being a person who could sell so hard that he would look at lock eyes somebody in the front row and reach out and mouth the words, help me, and make teenage girls start to cry in the front row because they were worried that Ricky was going to be injured. That salesman. Showing the aches and pains and the hurts that exist in it. Well, I want to talk about that because we we exist as people who, who walk in moments of torment. And we want to have that guy that we can roll over and we can get that hot tag to that we know is going to come in and save the day. And that was Robert Gibson's job. Is after Ricky Morton took the pain and the torment. I, I remember watching when the Rock and Roll Express wrestled the Raging Bull Manny Fernandez and Ravishing Rick Rude for the NWA Tag Team titles. You know, they worked on Ricky Morton's arm for 20 minutes. And it, it maybe the whole match lasted 20 minutes. But the worry and the concern that I, that I had for Ricky Morton, how long they worked on his arm and, and pounded on his arm, I, I, it felt like an hour to me. Because I was so locked in, and I, the only thing I wanted, I just wanted Ricky Morton to break free and to roll over and get that tag to Robert Gibson and have Robert Gibson come in to clean the house and, and put the villains in their place so that they could set up the opportunity for that double drop kick and get the pin. The hot tag hero coming in to, to clean the house and save the day. I want to use that narrative and, and that reality for a moment as we look at as uh, uh, Paul's letter to the Church of Corinth, and we, we begin to see this imagery of what the Apostle Paul uses as the imagery of, of these jars of clay. And the Apostle Paul talks about our bodies, our being, and our existence as being as jars of clay, and we are, are persecuted, not crushed. We are lost, but not in abandoned. We are beaten down, but not destroyed. The Apostle Paul uses this imagery of, of our human nature, our human being, as, as being just these weak and, and fragile elements, these jars of clay that, that are just withstanding the torment, withstanding the pain, but we are being held together because of the existence and the reality of who God is in our lives holding us together. We are persecuted, but not crushed. We are lost, but not abandoned. We are beaten down, but not destroyed. And our reality and, and our being, our, our existence kind of fits in this narrative of, of the Ricky Morton. We every day exist in the places that we're not just selling that we are having aches and pains. We're, we're in it. 
if we live in the full encompassing kayfabe of existence, Ricky Morton is the one that's truly being beaten down and hurt and and held back and and we exist in that. We we can see it easily. We can watch the news and and see the worries and and the concerns of the reality of the world. We can watch the news and and exist in in this idea of we can see the oppressed and the lost. We can see the persecuted. We can see the lost. And and we see all these aches and pains every day and we are looking for that advocate to to that to step in and to produce places of freedom within our lives that people can find wholeness and renewal and hope what we live in those lives it's easier to say and it's easier to see the places that we are hurting and suffering than sometimes it is to to see the places that we are thriving and excelling so i'll give you a difference in the narrative real quick for some of us, we hope, we wish, we wish it could be this reality, that the moment that we confess with our mouths the Lord Jesus and believe us in our hearts that he was raised from the dead, that we'll be saved, we kind of wish in that moment that our lives would become more like a road warriors match. And if you remember the old road warrior matches, they lasted maybe two minutes and it was all offense by hawk and animal. Everything, everything went hawk and animal's way. Even when they had brawls with people like Stan Hansen and Harley Race, or they had brawls with the Russians, when they had brawls with the powers of pain, they never quite suffered in it. They, they found ways to stay in charge and to stay on top, and the road warriors were were the squash match champions and they stayed in charge. And for many of us, we, we look at our faith and we, well, that's what we want our faith to be, is this place that as soon as we profess our place at the table of grace and we find our place in the kingdom of God, we want our lives to become cakewalks because we got Jesus. But that's not the reality at all. Honestly, if we look at the reality of it all, we see how much more life can be challenging. We can see how much more challenging life can be when we begin to walk in the path of the life because we no longer want to take the easy way out. We no longer want to do the things that could make our our lives cakewalks. We want to be the ones who are, are just and holy and, and following the path set forth by Jesus Christ that we set aside the things that would make life easier because we want to be active participants in the grace of Jesus Christ. See, it no longer becomes about us. It becomes about how do we live in such a way that we shine the light of, of Christ onto other people and they find their freedom in Jesus Christ. Let's take that narrative and let's look at some of the dirty heel tag teams 
that have existed in over, over time. And if I'm going to use my positive narrative of Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson as as being the ones that show what it means to go on this path of even living in hurt, worries, and concerns to one day finally reach out and get that hot tag of freedom from God. Well, let's use the narrative of their arch rivals. Dennis Condry, Bobby Eaton, Stan Lane, Bobby Eaton, different incarnations of the Midnight Express. But see, within the Midnight Express, we see the self-servient goal that comes in and all of their actions and all of their focus and all of their desire links directly into this reality of what can they get for themselves. And they're willing to do the dirty, underhanded things because they kind of live in this self-servient life to get whatever they can get for themselves. And sometimes they win. Sometimes they win. Sometimes Jim Cornette brings that loaded tennis racket and he whacks Ricky or Robert in the back and the Midnight Express wins the titles. And we begin to watch once again the Rock and Roll Express go on this long journey of, of retribution, of, of renewal, the final moment of resurrection where they, they win the tag team titles back once again and once again they're champions. But it comes through the journey and hard work to get to that place. And uh, having always been the babyface heroes, they haven't succumbed to the desire of the dirty, cheating, self-servient, underhanded actions that such teams as the Midnight Express would, would do so that they could get their way. Our work becomes harder. Because we want to follow the footsteps of Christ. We know that God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And we want to follow that path. And through following that path, it means we're not just living for ourselves. And we're not just doing things for ourselves. And we're not just trying to have freedom within ourselves. But we're willing to work harder and even suffer a little bit more. So that we can see the ones in need and bring them along with us. On the journey. See that that's the benefit of having been a fan of the Rock and Roll Express. Because we watch them and we live vicariously through them and we watch them do the extra work and we watch them not give in to doing the dirty underhanding things, but we watch Ricky and Robert always do what's right so that they can win the prize once again. And as we deal with the sufferings of our jobs or being made fun of as, as teenagers or whatnot, we know that there is a chance of, of overcoming all that as long as we keep doing what we're supposed to do and living and caring in such a way and, and keep doing the work that we can find that freedom for ourselves. And the reality of that all is it's not just Ricky and Robert that got the benefits from it, but those benefits were passed on to us as visual motivations to go forth and to live and to serve and to celebrate the newness and the wholeness that even though that times are going to be tough, 
there will be times that we can roll into that corner and get that hot tag and be set free from the torment and torture that we are dealing with. I want us to hold on to those things today as today we just take a moment to celebrate one of my favorite lifetime tag teams of Rock and Roll Express and and uh, hold on to that. You're not alone and you may feel persecuted and lost, but you're not abandoned and you will not be destroyed because we live within a grace that always brings restoration. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. That was the Wrestler of Faith audio video podcast for this week. My name is Michael Davis. Have a week. This has been a presentation of DWO Podcasting.